Hey there. It's uh, Alex Keller. Not Mike Harding. And this is the one and only Filmtastic Voyage. Welcome, everybody, to the original Filmtastic Voyage. Yeah, don't let that one on Fifth Street confuse you. That's right. Yeah, we, we got some imposters out there. So go ahead and Google them. No. <laughs> I like to imagine someone does Google Filmtastic Voyage and something horrendous comes up that isn't us, and then we get up. It's the whole thing. Wouldn't it be funny if someone somewhere out there just unknowingly is are they're like super fans or whatever of of this show and they decide to go ahead and copy the format somehow and like emulate us so then out there there's like a a, a filmtastic voyage and they're trying to be us but it's like not us and we're ha- pretty weird and we have to differentiate ourselves from them i think it'd be weirder if they did that and they didn't know about us right if they yeah. made a you know cheaply produced video podcast Happened to be called the Film Tested Voyage, but it wasn't. And then we have to change our name to Film Tested Voyage West. Right, yeah. It's like the whole thing. And then with them, the only difference is that I, the me character sits on that side and the you character sits on this side. It'd be crazy. Yeah. And it's like Michael and Alec. <laughs> yeah. Mark and, and Alec. <laughs> So hey, if anybody's out there, you know, and you want that just extra push to start your own film tastic, Mark voyage, and Allen, Mark and Allen, the flick tastic voyage, mm. where they talk about flicks. All they talk about is Transformers and how much they love it. Um, no, it'd be like the movie tastic quest. <laughs> yeah, where it's pro Transformers and anti Alfred Hitchcock. You know, we probably should have just called this movie quest, really. That'd also been a good name for a podcast. That'd be fun. Movie yeah. Quest? Yeah. I mean, you know, every once in a while, if we want to change the name, fuck it, right? <laughs> every other episode, it's a new name. No yeah. one could find it. We're like uh, the band from, also from Parks and Rec. Uh, Mouse yeah. Rabbit changes his name to every week. Oh, is that? Well, Wait. not really, but they keep trying to change their name. They never do, though. I mean, every once in a while, you know, hey, I, I can talk from personal experience. Every once in a while, if you don't have any fans, it's it's good to change your band name. So... Does it work though? Rebranding. Here's the thing: we've rebranded recently, and it seems to be kind of working. I like your new name. Thank you. I like it better than the old one. No offense to anyone who likes. Hey, the old name. I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you, Alex. Um, and and you know what the difference is? Is I came up with the band name. Oh, hey, look at that. Um, did you come up with a logo too? I did. Oh, see, usually I'm the logo guy. You are. And you make excellent logos. I've made two logos in my time. Hey, guess who made <laughs> guess who made the logo for this podcast? Well, I also invented the name for the podcast. I invented the name for the last two podcasts we were on. You did, yes. The last two podcasts. Take, the only two podcasts. Take two weird words and you smush them together awkwardly. And there you go. <laughs> you know, okay, for anybody who doesn't know, and I'm, this is no secret now, whatever, like... 
So we used to be Cinema Shack. And the interesting thing about that name is I pictured the, the, the instant imagery I have for something like that is like, it's like picture, if you will, this like beat up old shack on the beach where we serve like these like weird alcoholic uh, fruity drinks. But it's like cinema themed. That's what I would picture. You it's see, like, this show is now more Cinema Shack than than, than Filmtastic Voyage. It used to it's be. True, like yeah. It's a weird thing where Cinema Shack didn't make any sense. It was just kind of fun. And that showed a theme where we were trying to make lists or something. And that fell apart pretty much, <laughs> not immediately, but it, it, we didn't, it kind of ran its course. And then we're like, okay, we'll make this show Filmtastic Voyage where we have to choose random movies on IMDb, right? Except IMDb got rid of that thing like a year and a half right, ago. yeah. They they got on they caught on to us. They yeah. were like, "Hey, these guys are using this thing. That's not cool. They gotta pay us." And so then they got rid of it. Yeah. So uh, now we just kind of bullshit. So now yeah, maybe we just kind of bullshit. Around. Maybe we should uh, go back to Cinema Shack. So, uh, well, someone someone mentioned the name. It should just or no no maybe it was you that said this. Just two boring white guys talking about movies. Yeah, that's also pretty descriptive. <laughs> an apt description. Um, I think <laughs> you see if we were actually going to do a video podcast, we actually have a, a Cinema Shack set where it's got like you know the oh shit like the the the, the bar that you were talking about just there. Yeah, it'd be like tropical themed. You know, when I imagine Cinema Shack, though, I personally imagine something more along the lines of Disney's Out of the Box, ah. where it's just like a fort where you like you sneak into and you talk about. Uh, movies behind your parents' back or whatever. Oh, behind your parents' back? It's like, it's like I'm going to my treehouse, Mom. I'm going to talk about movies with my friends. Oh, man. Well, here's the thing, Alex, and I, I want to explore this a little bit more. I've been wondering about, like, paying into studio space, but it would have to be with, like, Whatever, a bunch of different people, so the cost isn't that much. Didn't you much. do that once and didn't it kind of blow up? Well, but that's the thing is, like, it was between me and I think five other people, and it was just a mess. It was just a, it was just a big mess. Like the room, the space itself was a mess, or the, or no, the, no, no, or the idea, the, or like... the idea was a mess. But what I'm talking is like you timeshare kind of basically like studio space with a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. There has to be something out there like that, right? Where it's just like, hey guys. Every week I need this studio space for two hours, so I'll pay this much a week or whatever. Or uh, yeah, this what this much a month or something, right? I guess there's so. got to be something like that out there, sure. but I don't know. Hey, if anybody's in the LA area and knows of any places like that, I mean, I'm sure there are, but they probably know where you want to go. Right? Yeah, probably in downtown uh, downtown Los Angeles. I was downtown yesterday. You were there too. Uh, <laughs> At a different time. Man, oh, downtown yeah. LA is the... I hate downtown LA. I love downtown LA. Well. Because it's so frustrating. Like, it's so, like, scary and, like... I I took my uh, parents there recently mm-hmm. just to, because we were showing them around LA and we took them down to downtown LA last. And uh, everything was going fine. Everything was going relatively fine. But then, you know... I think there was only one accost, uh, you know, accostament from uh, from a, you know, scary person. Cool, that's a good but, record. But other than that, it was it was fine. I still like I go. You drive down there, and the roads are all weird, and then you take yes. a right turn, and then it's like this is a dead end. I'm like, God damn it! Don't ever, yeah, don't drive down there. Well, Dr- driving you, in downtown LA sucks. Well, how are you supposed to get there? The train? Ha 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 ha! Public transit is really good. No, it's not. I take the bus every day. Yeah, but. 
every day. From here? Oh, right. You live next to a yes. bus stop, though, Mr. Fucking Lucky. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you get the uh, metro going in there. They closed down the bus stop near my store, my, my store, my house, because they've been building a fucking like construction project there for five fucking years. Oh, wow. They closed it down to like make way for this construction project that isn't fucking done yet. Wow, that's crazy. Bring back the train. On a side note, or Alex, the, if you were to open bus. a store, what kind of store would you open? Oh, like, I don't know, like a movie store? Like Suncoast? Like, I don't know, like, uh, well, not like a blockbuster, but like uh, like a mom pops movie. There was like a cool movie store back near my college uh, that was just like you could rent or buy just like classic good movies, you know? Yeah. Like the now defunct Filmstruck, but in store form. Yeah, so Filmstruck is gone. It's a real... You know, kicking the ass, man. Even though I never, I sh- I never, uh, I was always like, man, one day I'm just gonna, you know, get like a week Same off here. and I'm gonna uh, uh, download Filmstruck or uh, what do you call it? Subscribe to Filmstruck. I'm just watching classic flicks, man. But I never had time, and now it's gone, and I feel like it's my fault. Well, you know what's weird about Filmstruck is. I, I was in the same boat where I was like, yeah, dude, one of these days I really want to get this when I when I feel like I have a need for it. But their marketing was very, like, it didn't quite, um, it was sort of, like, all over the place. They'd be, like, I remember it started off as being like, oh, yeah, check out all these rare, obscure movies. And I'm like, well, I don't know what these are, so maybe I don't need it. And then... Later on, it was like, check out this movie from 1950 and then this other movie from 1995 or something. They had like, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure on there at one point, I think. Yeah, and I was like, well, uh, okay, maybe. But but then I, I, I don't know. I, for whatever reason, I just wasn't compelled enough to, to get into it. Yeah, and also the thing is, like, if I have, like, every time I've, like, recently been in the need of, like, a classic serious movie, I've had, I have, I have, like, two different libraries I can go to to get. To rent classic movies from, right? And usually they have what I'm looking for. You know, man, I really gotta watch that Colors trilogy. The what? The Colors trilogy. What's that? Red, white, and blue. The French movies. Oh, that's right. You're talking. One about day, that. I always gotta, gotta 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 get around to it. Hmm. Hey, Alex, you'll make it happen. I was on a pretty good tear early in the year, making watching getting some classic films like The Battle of Algiers and Vampire oh, yeah. and all these shit. And then now I'm now I'm watching watching Diddly Dick. <laughs> Diddly Dick. I'm watching fucking Cyborg with Jean Claude Van Damme. What happened to me? I mean, sometime. Listen, I like September. I barely watched any movies. October, I was a little bit better about it, but uh, still not not much. Did I tell you that I watched Halloween? No. The original? Yes. No, you haven't. I haven't talked about that. No. So I watched the original Halloween recently. Have you seen that? You're just copying me. I watched it like two weeks ago, well, and I you, told you about it. Yeah, you told me about it, so then I went and watched it. That's yeah. not copying. That's just taking what you did and doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, whatever. Um, which I guess that definition sounds like copying, but... Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, it's because it is. So I saw the original Halloween, mm-hmm. and I know you talked about it, mm-hmm. and I think you said it wasn't scary, right? No, it's not, but I thought it was great. Right. It was fine. I thought it was great. It was, it was, uh, it's definitely like, I, it's, it's like a, it's like a forerunner for those movies, right? It's definitely like pretty tame. It's a, you could, I, but it's like the first. Sounds I think, like right? you're experiencing Seinfeld isn't funny syndrome. I mean, I could see how the movie was scary when it was made. I'm not going to say, like, I'm not saying this movie's a bad movie. I'm just saying, 
you could tell that it was like one of the first. Yeah, well, the thing about that is like the problem is hard to be scared by a movie like Halloween when you know it spawns a franchise and like you've kind of seen what happens in the movie just through like cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, like I like knew everything that was gonna happen for the most part. Like I was like, oh, I know this person died, how this person dies, I know how that person dies. Just by watching like you know people will show clips on TV, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But either but the that's not what I like the movie because I thought it was just such an incredible technical achievement. Just for on its budget, like you know, it was made for like a quarter million dollars or something. Right. Yeah. It's like an indie film, but it has such bones. creative camera work and just cinematic problem solving and mm-hmm. cool sequences, like the long winter in the beginning. And I, that's the stuff that makes it a classic, and not so much the is it scary, which I like. I don't like to judge a horror movie by is it scary is what you want, but like, I think to me, is it a film first? Scary second, you know? Oh, yeah. I guess that's why I look yeah. for. I look for, is it... Because, like, even if I don't get scared, I can I can understand, like, that was an effective setup for a scare. Like, the part yeah. where the guy's in the kitchen and the Michael Myers just pops out of the closet and stabs him. Right. It's like, like that didn't scare me. But, but that's a good. good... That's good. Good filmmaking. Good, good stuff, John Carpenter. You did it. In yeah. the same way where it's like, you know, I don't like this musical, but it's got a lot of good dancing. You know? Right. Well, and on a similar note, um, on Halloween, <gasps> on Halloween. You took a haunted hayride to no Hollywood and Highland? No. Uh, we watched a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while, again, on your recommendation, um, which I didn't think was too scary, but it was fucking a very brilliant movie. And that was The Witch. Oh, The Witch. I finally saw The Witch. The Witch is great. I love The Witch. Yeah, also not scary, but it's like a weird atmospheric kind of horror drama. Yeah, I mean, it was mainly a drama, I think, right? It's like a supernatural drama. Yeah, but um, yeah, what a great movie. Jeez. Yeah, no, super good. Very atmospheric. Cool use of language. That director was going to make Nosferatu, and then that fell through, which is really annoying because I man's like, oh, man, I want to see that guy's take on Nosferatu. I fucking love Nosferatu. It's my favorite vampire movie. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a wily little devil that Nosferatu. Uh, he's he's incorrigible. Indeed, I mean he's just uh, Dracula, but gross. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a gross Dracula. I mean, like you know, Nosferatu is just a oh yeah cheap knockoff. Of, uh, not cheap, but it was a knockoff of Dracula because funny story, Bram Stoker's widow. Thought she owned the rights and sued them, and uh, oh. turns out she didn't own the rights. The copyright had expired long ago due to some sort of clerical error. Wow! Uh, she never owned the rights, and so they could have just made a Dracula movie the whole time. Oh wow! Now, I mean, the original of that was made in like the 30s or something. Well, Dracula, right? like Nosferatu. Yeah, that was like 1918 or something like that. Okay, because it was like silent era. 1921. I forget whatever. The exact yeah. Thing. Yeah, German expressionism, man. Yeah. No, it was really Old cool. Old as fuck. I like the Herzog version better. Still haven't seen that version. It's like a Werner Herzog movie, but with vampires. Right. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any Werner Herzog movies? I don't know if I have, to be honest. You haven't seen... Well, documentaries notwithstanding. You haven't seen Bad Lieutenant or... Which Bad Lieutenant? The Nicolas Cage one? No. The Fitzcarraldo or uh, Guire? Nope. Is that one with Michael Shannon? My son, my son, what have you done? Or, yeah, uh, that one's really weird. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen any uh, uh, Werner Herzog movies. Uh, what, like he did some. What is, mm, 
I feel like he was something. I've heard the name a bunch, but fairly approachable. Maybe it was Bad Lieutenant was the one that was fairly approachable. That one's really weird though. And then his documentaries are all pretty great, except when they're weird also. Because like. A Cave of Forgotten Dreams is really good. That one's very straightforward. So is the one, Lo and Behold, which is about the internet, very straightforward. And then he does <laughs> one which is about volcanoes. But then, like, halfway through, it's like, oh, and now we're going to North Korea to see what they do. Also volcanoes, but that's not what <laughs> this is really about. It's like, oh, okay. I thought this was going to be a volcano documentary. What's going on here? I've, I use volcanoes to ease you into the idea of North Korea. Well, then he's also like, volcanoes are, like, symbolic <laughs> of the human soul always erupting. <laughs> is that what he says? That's basically what his documentaries are like. Hmm. Interesting. He's German? Good, yes, quite. Yeah. He's supposedly going to play a droid or an alien or something in the new Star Wars TV show, oh. Mandalorian. That's the rumor. Is he? Is the? It, it, I had a bad joke in there, but it, never mind. Um, yeah, I guess I haven't seen any of his movies. That's I love weird. it when he shows up in just like Parks and Rec or Brick and Morty or random like one-off characters and shows. Where was he in Rick and Morty? He played a guy in the episode in Intergalactic Television 2 or whatever the fuck they call that stuff. Uh-huh. He was one of the guys in the hospital and they were talking about, he's like, and he, uh, on Earth they always put things on their dicks and like, look at me, I'm so-and-so penis or whatever. Oh, interesting. It's a fun little gag because it's <laughs> Werner Herzog. It doesn't work if it's not Werner Herzog. Right, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If I was to see a, a Werner Herzog movie, what would I see? I guess Bad Nos, Nosferatu for, for Nosferatu? old is okay. a good one. Uh, Bad Lieutenant's a good newer one. Um, yeah, I guess start with those two. Now, speaking of German directors, or should I say German directors, uh, Uwe, was Uwe, Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. He's gone. Don't forget about he's, him. He's gone? I don't know what he's doing. But like he's, Cause he, he hasn't made a movie in like years, huh? He might. He's been making, he just makes like asylum shit for like sub-directed DVD audiences. Like, don't. Yeah, but I haven't even heard of anything. Like, you know, I, it's like every once in a while you get a reminder that this person still exists. He was a flash movies. in the pan kind of like, look at this, look at this loser kind of thing. And then people <laughs> got sick of that. Okay, because didn't he? Because he would box his hecklers. You know that he, he would. Th- he would. He threatened to. Well, no, he would do it though. Well, he, one person took him up on the challenge. Right, and then he flew him out there, and he was like a what, like a seventeen-year-old kid or no, something. No, it was an actual film critic, but like Uvi Ball is actually like a boxer, so it, it didn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't a fair fight. Right. Um. I mean, I guess that's one way to like. Uh, try to stave off your your hecklers, but. Yeah. Whatever. Um, well, he directed your favorite movie, right? Dungeon Siege or whatever. Oh, yeah. Dunge- uh, dunge- <laughs> Wait. In the name of the king, a Dungeon Siege tale. Yeah. Mm. I think he only directed the first one. It's more than one. I think the other one. Yeah, there's three of them. Oh, right. Yeah. But, you know, two and three just didn't hold up to the I'm sure they're the majesty, far better. The majesty of I'm uh, sure. The that was a Jason Statham vehicle, was it not? The first one, yeah. That's so weird. Second one's a Dolph Lundgren vehicle. What? Second one is... Uh, Step up. A dungeon siege... Or no, no. Uh, in the name of the king, a tale of two worlds. And what it is, is Dolph Lundgren is a San Franciscan... Res- uh, he's a San Francisco residence who's down on his luck. And then suddenly this vortex brings him back. He's a kid in King Arthur's court. Yeah, basically, he gets sucked. Uh, he gets sucked back to medieval times, and then he saves the day, and then he comes back to 
modern-day San Francisco. You know, the original kid in King Arthur's Court has a young Daniel Craig and a young Kate Winslet in it. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, before they were famous. Who How were young? Like, before they were... Like, like kids? Like, 1995. Oh, so, like, young adults. Yeah, like, pre-Titanic, Kate Winslet, right. and pre-anything, Daniel Craig. Right, yeah. Danny C. Danny C. Uh, <laughs> did you see Logan Lucky? I did. I liked Logan Lucky. That was fun. Um, I know you do. I know you like it. It was fun. Uh, it's be, no Ocean's Eleven. Hey, I'll be completely honest with you, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by this, but at the same time, it wasn't you fell just asleep. me. We, my girlfriend and I, we went and saw it. The Royal We. The Royal We. Yes, the Royal <laughs> We went to see the movie, and we both fell asleep during the movie. I know, but here's the thing, I. The you f- fall asleep doing the Coen Brothers, fall asleep doing Soderbergh. No respect. <laughs> well, nowadays, I know what it is. I just need to have coffee if I'm seeing a movie at 10 o'clock at night. They just don't go see movies at 10 o'clock at night. I remember, like I said, I had to turn, I turned down your offer to see Bad, Bad Times Dale Riddell because I knew I couldn't do it. But that's the thing. I, st- I was awake for that because I had coffee. I don't want to drink coffee. Also, like, I don't drink coffee normally, so... You don't drink coffee normally? I drink decaf coffee sometimes in the mornings, but, like, regular coffee, even, like, a half... Sometimes, like half caffeine, half decaf coffee sends me over the edge. I get the shakes. I get I I, I, yeah, get, I dry up. Don't you want to be one of those like hard boiled fifties noir detectives that just is drinking and it doesn't wake chain me up. Drinking coffee. It just it doesn't solving make, crimes. See, I don't get like awake. I'm still tired, but I just feel like shit. Listen, I I just want that Humphrey Bogart imagery of just this fucking. <laughs> 50s noir detective dr- chain drinking coffee looking like he's you know <laughs> five paces away from death so you know like when i'm 50 when i'm a 50s uh, era 50 detective in my 50s i'm just gonna be like you know loose lip and cigarettes you know while i'm loose talking and, and i just feel like a cigarette like flipping on my lip just like you know you know what i'm saying so you'd rather you'd rather suck on cigarettes than suck if I'm, on if caffeine. I'm gonna if I'm gonna slowly kill myself in a rage of like weird whatever I guess I'd <laughs> rather take up loose lip smoking than drinking two cups of coffee a day. Well, okay, or in, a, in, a, a, an hour or whatever. In reality, doing. coffee's not gonna kill you, right? No, it's not. I'm just cigarettes saying will, cigarettes will fucking kill. I'm you. just saying if I'm gonna be in a noir, I want that smoky atmosphere. Hey, kids. Cigarettes will kill you. No, don't smoke. I'm just absolutely. Uh, I'm saying I'd rather be a smoky Humphrey Bogart <laughs> type than the guy from Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fun example. Well, now are you talking about the part where he drinks the coffee, well, spits it out, and says, "Oh, this coffee's amazing." Yeah, well, Kyle McLaughlin loves a good cup of coffee in that show or whatever. I feel like Kyle McLaughlin would be just the best person to hang out with. I mean, he was. Fun. I feel like he's just a. F- a pile of joy. It was that fun in that House Clocks movie. He was a pile of fun in that movie. He was. I could take a spoon, just grab a glob of of him, eat it, and it would just be pure sugar. He's tons of fun in Blue Velvet. That movie's a laugh riot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laugh factory, that movie. Yeah. Just uh, comedy gold. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper in that movie is just... Uh, Oh yeah, he's I was a real gonna, character. Okay, I was gonna ask you. 
Okay, so I got two major things to talk about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm totally sidelining. Um, I'm, I'm totally going left field. Yeah, whatever. It's like we just talk about David Lynch, whatever. It's nothing um, to talk about. Yeah, David Lynch is crazy, so I'll ask some crazy questions All right. in the spirit of David Lynch. Oh, good. So there was an honest trailer for... Batman the animated series on Blu-ray. I watched because it because I don't I don't ever watch those except when I do, and this was one that I did. So. Yeah, and 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 so you can get the whole series on Blu-ray. Which, Although that doesn't include the New Adventures of Batman, which uh, I feel should be included oh, in there. Oh, fuck the New Adventures of you know. It's Bat- not great. It's not a great series. It's so different. But it's still the same canon though. It's, it's so still the same voice actor. The only the good thing canon. about that one is the one where Batman gets hallucinated to thinking that he kills Batgirl and Bane tries to kill him again. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that That's is the only, the only good, good episode. One. But they should have it in there. Anyways, so aside from that, so there's a part in that where they're like, oh, it, it uh, you know, it features all these people laughing, and it shows the Joker laughing, then it shows Raz al Ghul laughing. And I thought to myself, what if Joker went tit for tat with Raz al Ghul? Who would win? Because I feel like, like two in a of those... fist fight or in like an in like a in like a battle of the minds. See, I don't know, I don't know, but I feel like those two characters are like unstoppable forces, right? I mean, they're kind of both the headline villains in Batman: Arkham City, right? Because in Arkham City, Ra's al Ghul is trying to do his whole cleanse Gotham thing, and then the Joker has his own kind of side quest going on, and they don't really meet though. But that's the thing is like if those two were to clash for whatever reason, I don't know who would win that. I don't know who would win in that conflict. I mean, wasn't there? There was a comic arc where it was the Joker versus the Riddler. They shouldn't Joker versus Ra's al Ghul, because the Riddler should never main. Like I love the Riddler; he's my favorite Batman villain. He should never like lead anything. No, absolutely not. I mean, the only thing he could lead is like Hush, where he does it from the shadows. Right. Yeah, but that's the thing. Ra's al Ghul and Joker are like the arch enemies, right? Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. There's a theory somewhere in there. There, there needs to be like a. Uh, I feel like someone out there has had like a theory about that, of who would win in a. I don't know if a fight, but yeah, like a battle of the minds or something. I'd love to see a Batman movie, which is essentially just a remake of Die Hard with a Vengeance, where it's just you know, uh, the Joker just calls. I'm no, sorry, the Riddler just calls police stations like you know, like like you know. Seven, seven, seven people or seven brides have seven cats, and seven cats have seven, seven rat. You know, and like, how many, how many things was this? I'm gonna blow up a bomb if you don't answer this question in two minutes. Does the Joker have Batman wear that sign? Oh, the Riddler. Oh, the Riddler. I'm sorry. Does the Riddler have Batman yes. wear that sign? Yes, he does. And he goes to Gotham, Harlem. Right. But it'd probably be like you know, it'd be like where the Joker's goons hang out. It's like I hate clowns or something, right? Oh, and yeah. the, it's like. Hey, this guy, this guy hates clowns or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like perfectly reasonable, like uh, just citizen, you know, just, just everyday clowns. It's just <laughs> like a district of clowns that are like, just like, like, you know, kind of reasonable clowns, right? But then they see this sign and they get they get well, pissed off. You could do it. Where it's like we want Bruce Wayne to go like you know like randomly, but coincidentally chooses Bruce Wayne to do something wacky, crazy. Right. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think he could make a pretty cool movie that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's too bad that Riddler hasn't really had um, a, a nice, strong. 
Batman. Honestly, movie. like Riddler should be. I'd love to see like you know if you're going to do a, diff- a take on the Riddler, I'd love to see Riddler like that or like the guy from Phone Booth, just like a like a pulling the strings from afar jigsaw type, as opposed to like sashaying around in his green suit and being like tee hee hee, riddle me this, you know, you a little could, more, yeah, a little more subdued. I mean, you could just have. Someone that likes wearing, he we we wear green. green. Uh, he'd have the bowler hat and the green and everything. Yeah, just like regular clothes that are green. Well, he kind of right? does that in the Arkham City games. They do have question marks all over the mix though. So. Um, well, I know before Dark Knight Rises came out, I was sort of hope uh, crossing my fingers that it was going to be Riddler. You know what they announced actually the other day? Did you see this? Did you hear about this? Uh, the villain for the Birds of Prey. Did, did you oh see yeah, it? it's you and McGregor. As the black mask. I like uh, okay. it. Okay. I like it. Whatever. What? Ewan McGregor, black mask. It's cool. Black mask is cool, man. The black mask. He's cool. I just. He's I, cool. Sure. I know. I love the black mask. And I, I love Ewan McGregor. I just, it's, I'm, I'm personally i'm always in the same spot when it comes to dc movies is like it's always like you hear announcements about something that's coming like way down the pike but then you're just like concerned about like well i hope these movies are good and then i'll and then i'll see if i like those movies yeah, right did, did we talk about how they soft canceled the deathstroke movie i think so mm. but also the director of birds of prey was like yeah hard r don't worry about it i'm like wow that's, that's the guy that directed girl the, oh okay. i don't know what she's done Oh, okay. Didn't you tell me it was going to be um what uh the Fury Suicide Squad David guy? Ayer? No, he's doing like a Joker Harley Quinn movie or something. Oh. What? A- and there's the other Joker movie coming out. We'll see. Like, I don't know. Like, I just hope that they don't go just make movies and don't worry about the whole cinematic universe thing. It doesn't don't matter none. But except they're like kind of going with their like they're going straight to the C list almost, you know? Well, yeah. I and I I'm not really big into that honestly man, where's green lantern you know you know what i want more than anything and this is just pure nostalgia oh, the flash movie was delayed again of course uh this is just pure nostalgia i i could just use some batman movies well they're working on it honestly are they though matt reeves is working on it is he well he had to, like start from scratch because they threw everything that ben affleck had developed into the garbage <laughs> And then Ben Affleck's not Batman now, uh, right? That's the rumor. They haven't announced anything one way or another. Okay. I mean, I've been hearing about this Matt Reeves Batman business since uh, 2015 or 16. I think or... since right at right before Planet of the Apes 3 came out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm, so. Well, no. It was before. The, it, was, it was a little ways before that, wasn't it, was, it? I mean, like, it wasn't like right before, but it was before. It was like after he had finished filming that and before it came out. So there was this one Right. Because I went from Ben Affleck basically writing, directing, and starring in a Batman movie to Ben Affleck starring in a Batman writing movie. Writing and starring in a Batman movie to Ben Affleck starring in a Batman movie to Batman movie. Yeah. But honestly, dude, that's what I want. I just want a Batman movie. Like, I... Th- like all this business with all these other characters, I I just I don't I don't know if I care, you know. Like I mean, Aquaman, I'll see it, and Shazam, I'll see it. But like, do I care? The thing that I don't know. My thing with Batman was, and now I think about it, still should be there should be two Batmans. There should be the Justice League Batman played by one actor, and then Batman in his own universe played by a separate actor, a separate actor. 
because it's really weird sure. to have two different Batmans fucking around in the same universe where one's like in the sort of gritty, grounded, realistic yep. universe sort of with some fantasy elements and one's hanging out with Superman who could like, you know, fix all of Gotham City's problems in a day if he really wanted to. Because DC is a very campy universe. It's a very bright, campy universe. And you got to have your blue cape Batman for those movies. You don't have to, but you have to have like a Batman that's like a different type of Batman. Well, what, what I'm saying is blue cape Batman for Justice League, black cape Batman for Batman movies. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Different costumes. And well, and not necessarily. I, it's like I'm, I don't know if I'm being that specific, but it's, it's almost like there is a difference in philosophy when it comes to blue cape Batman. And Black Cape Batman. Like, there's Batman, what was it, Bold and the Beautiful? Brave, Brave and, the, and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. He was Blue Cape. Yeah. He was like your Adam West Batman. Silver Age. Yeah, Silver Age Batman. And then there's Black Cape Batman, which is like, you know, more of your Kevin Conroy, even though that was sort of blue, but yeah. whatever. Well, either. I want the Batman. I want Black Cape Batman. He's got his like, regular Batcave with all this cool shit. And then they go to Justice League Batman. He's got the big coin, the dinosaur. Yeah. And they live, they hang out on a satellite. And you could have Robin in that one. You yep. know, Batman works alone in one universe and has got Robin in the other one. I mean, I think maybe there's room for a Bat family in, in the gritty Batman. I but guess so. They, they got to really revise it, dude. I, they, honestly, they should have revised Robin a lo- like a while ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. Soft reboot. It's like hard reboot Batman. Make a separate self-contained Batman universe. You don't have to worry about any of this continuity. And then like have Ben Affleck be... Blue uh, Cape Batman. Just get Ben Affleck out of there. Just get him out of there. It's already done. People don't. People don't want him damage there. done. Yeah. Get, or, get poor Ar- Ben Affleck. I feel bad for him. Get Army Hammer in there. Well, he should be. He should be gritty dark Batman. He should. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, so Alex, who would who would well. I, I guess we left off with we don't know, right? Raz Ogle against Joker. Oh, I have no like, idea. That's one of those things. Like, who would win, Superman or Goku? It's like, I don't care. <laughs> so whatever the writer wants, you know, have the writer do it. I'm not writing it. All right. Um, I ain't writing this fanfic. And then the other thing I, I wanted to make sure I talked about this time around was uh, I saw that uh, that boho, the boho, uh, the rap Rhapsody Boho. Yeah, I remember you texted me. I saw Boho rap, and I didn't know what idea what the fuck you were talking about. First of all, and I was like, is that some an anime movie or something? The term you? Boho to describe Bohemian, or the term Boho to replace Bohemian, something that really annoys me. But that happens. I, people do that. Yes, people say Boho. Oh, that's probably a bunch of New Yorkers. Yes, probably. People like rent. Boho is like this way of of talking about bohemian as like a fashion. Yeah. Oh, like, it's so boho, right? Which mm. is really kind of tragic. Um, is it like a bunch of scarves? <laughs> pro- yeah. It's like you you buy some scarves from uh, Marshalls. You wear two scarves at once. There you go. Yeah, you're boho now. Um, but I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and this is a biopic about Freddie Mercury. I thought it was about Queen. Um, well, I mean, it it's mainly about Freddie Mercury. It, uh, and here's the thing. I saw the movie, and then I read up on it, and then I was like, uh... Would you call it the musical version of The Imitation Game, where it's, like, barely accurate at all? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Pretty much. I mean, 
you probably don't want me to get into it, right? I have no plans on seeing it because I heard the reviews look bad, and that kind of tanked my any kind of interest I had. Well, the the whole production was a series of tanking my interest, and then this the the mediocre reviews and the fact that they, everyone was like, it's just kind of your standard movie. Was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna skip this one then. So, just to I mean, s- obviously, it's not much to spoil. Freddie Mercury is dead, right? And Queen yeah. is great, right? There you go. So, I mean, just to give some history about the movie production is, they've been trying to make this movie for ten years. Well, Sasha Baron Cohen was right. And yeah, well, Sasha Baron Conan was, was uh, signed on around 2010 to, to star as Freddie Mercury in the movie. And I guess it's always been a Brian Singer movie, or no? Mm. Um, I thought he was a sort of a, a freelancer. I was, that's why I just assumed. I didn't know if it was always him. Mm, okay. Yeah. It I, might have always been him. It might have always been his production company. I don't oh, know. Okay. I have no idea. So first of all, Brian Singer, um, I, I do generally like his directing i mean we can get into the kind of person he is and all that and i don't really there's like around town is basically that it's an open secret that he's not such a great guy right yeah so there's no hard evidence but like when everyone says something it's hard not to think it might be true yeah Uh, right but we don't we we don't know we here at the film test your voyage ain't slinging mud yeah um but as a director you know i mean he has some hits i like was the problem with like Usual the, Suspects? I mean, I like the Usual Suspects. Some of the X Men movies. Some of the X Men movies, but then again, I don't really like any of the X Men movies. Really, like they're fun, but like I wouldn't buy them. Right. So I guess Usual Suspects is the only movie of his I really like. I haven't seen Valkyrie. That was good. It was good. It was fine. Uh, Superman Returns is kind of kind of farts. Kind of farts, yeah. Um. So. This is what I'm going to say about this movie. Okay, so I saw it without knowing what any of the controversy was, and I walked away from it being like, that was good enough, right? It was, it was good enough. It wasn't... It's not one of these riveting, like, you know, really, like, like stabs you in the heart kind of like biopics, right? It was no right? Ray. It was no Ray. It was no Walk the Line. But it, it should was, have been Ray or Walk the Line. That's the problem. Yeah, but it's here... fluff. But then this is what I think is a bigger problem is Freddie Mercury doesn't seem to have much of a... Like, he, yes, he was diagnosed with HIV, he, he contracted AIDS, and then he died. Other than that, I don't know if Freddie Mercury had much of a dramatic life, right? So you, you make this movie, and then they dramatize it, but then the problem is, is they change enough of it around where for the sake of dramatization mm-hmm. where it actually is kind of disrespectful to his legacy. Mm-hmm. So the whole okay, for anybody who hasn't seen this and plans on seeing it, maybe you just turn that podcast off now. But Bohemian Rhapsody basically this is how it goes. So this, uh, is this the real life? Is it just fantasy? It's just fantasy. <laughs> caught in a landslide to escape from reality. That's what I felt like after this movie. I was caught in a landslide, and this movie escaped from reality. Um, basically, what happens is, okay, so Freddie Mercury, uh, he sees this band, and then their singer quits, and then he jumps in and says he's going to be their singer, and then they become queen, and That's they're famous, story, right? and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know. Um I mean, uh, yeah, they you uh, they did obviously the research though. They obviously well, I researched the 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 big arc of the movie. Okay, so 
what happens is the the movie makes this whole big stink about how Freddie Mercury decides to go solo, right? And then and then um he has like this boyfriend and it's sort of implied that, you know, he has this boyfriend and maybe he's with with you know other guys having sex and stuff and then mm-hmm. he contracts HIV while he's doing like his solo career while Queen Queen's off doing their thing. Mm-hmm. And then um someone approaches them to do Live Aid, which is famously Queen's like you know, one of their most acclaimed concerts that they ever did. And this was in eighty five, right? So mm-hmm. um in the movie, Freddie Mercury approaches the band because he's like, I don't know how much time I have left, so we should play this concert. Live Aid because it's charitable and you know it helps out um, impoverished families and all this stuff. And then they play the concert, and then the movie ends basically with uh, you know basically a, a message comes on the screen and says Freddie Mercury died of AIDS in '92. So the immediate problem is. Well, I just want. I was hoping for a second. I was like, I hope it ends with a freeze frame. It's Freddie Mercury's like, yeah, and it's, it's a kind of magic. Just <laughs> playing over. Over the a freeze framed image, that'd be pretty pretty fucking great, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's how it should have ended. Right? <laughs> so I'll say some good things about the movie first. All right, before I go into the problems, some of the cool things about the movies is about this movie is that it shows you the origin of some of the songs they made, which I'm hoping are accurate depictions of the songs they made. So it got into Bohemian Rhapsody and how they made that, and then it got into um um. Another one bites the dust. Um, that might be. Oh yeah, we are the champions, right? It, we so, will rock you. Was in the trailer. Oh no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah, we will rock you. Yeah, uh, it goes into that, and it's like okay, so these are cool little moments. But I researched this afterwards, and it's like Queen Freddie Mercury never quit Queen to go solo. Mm-hmm. And like he he had a solo record somewhere in there, but it wasn't like they like parted ways in this big dramatic way because Freddie Mercury quit the band. Like it was literally like okay, they made an album in '82, and then Freddie Mercury made an album, and then they and then Queen made another album in '84, and they just kept going as a band, you know, up until I think like '91, right? Until he died, yeah. And then also Freddie Mercury contracted HIV in '87. So this whole most of the movie it's a bunch of bullshit is literally just bullshit. They wanted to have like a dramatic like climax. They should have done him recording um, the show must go on. Yeah, because he was dying then. Like he was like his like yeah he was like weak and they're like can you I don't even know if you can record this man. He's like fuck it I'll do it in one take and he did. Yeah, and that's the thing is like yeah you could have. Yeah, you could have easily done it that way. That's right? a really powerful song too. But the it, it it's weird because it gets into this whole gray area then where it's like and I see people's criticism and I I sort of agree with this is like okay, so the movie starts off where he gets married to this woman and then they're you know, they're married and they're close and stuff and then he he tells her, "Hey, he's bisexual." And then they become estranged and I, you know, subsequently they get divorced and stuff. Right. And then he has this boyfriend and he has, you know, these other 
dudes that he's hanging around and he stops hanging around queen in the movie. And then that's supposedly when all his problems start, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, I'm doing these solo records now, but it's just not working out. And it sounds like trash. And, uh, you know, and now I'm sick with, <laughs> with HIV. And it's like, he comes back to the band and he's like, man, it's just not, isn't the same without you guys. And we should go back and do live aid now and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, it, it just, it sounds like the, the movie was co-written by Queen. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, well, it was it was the drummer and it was Brian May, the guitarist, that were executive producers on the movie. Mm-hmm. And they... Yeah, they vetoed the original actual movie to make right. their fucking fun fan film or whatever. Right. And it's, it's, it's this just weird gray area where it's like, oh, they depict Freddie Mercury as this diva and hard to work with and... And, you know, drug-addled and always late and stuff. and you know, Which I'm sure he was, but like... Which I'm sure he was, but then they also made them look like they were the responsible ones. They were the straight-laced ones. They were the ones keeping the band together. They were the ones forgiving him for leaving the band and then coming back and him apologizing to them and all this stuff. And it's like, is this... Is, like, if some of this is not true, is any of it true, right? Like, yeah, you just get to a point where you're like, how much of this is true? How much this is not? How much is this is just bullshit, right? So, I don't know. The movie suffers because of all that, yeah. and 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 I will say it was worth seeing, especially when it gets to the Live Aid stuff, where it literally is just twenty minutes of watching a Queen concert. Like that was all great. That was all I awesome. Watch the concert then. Well, yeah, you could watch the concert, but like. Uh, what's the actress? Is it Ram- Rami, Rami, Malek. Rami Malek? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's him actually singing, but probably not. Maybe probably not. But he did a great, like he did a great acting job. He was great. Like I believed him as Freddie Mercury. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately the movie is just not. It's not a biopic of Freddie Mercury. It's like this weird, very contrived. Um, fiction sounds like this puff piece it's a puff piece it's a it's a fiction it's a it's a very very fictionalized version of this person's life which is unfortunate they didn't even have a they didn't have a bowie cameo i was waiting for that bowie cameo that little dane dehan is david bowie yeah get dane dehan in there oh man freddie mercury i'm just so (laughs) under pressure right now i mean but seriously like if you're gonna have a freddie mercury (laughs) freddie mercury just goes But, like, uh, you know, I mean, that's what makes Queen interesting is, like, you know, th- there was there was no Flash Gordon references. There was no... Um, they didn't hang out with Christopher Lambert? They didn't... Yeah, there was no Highlander uh, references. Oh, Freddie, I love your music. <laughs> <laughs> and they could have done that stuff, and it would have been fun. It would have been a fun movie. That's what makes a movie fun. But they, I mean, if you're going to make a fun puff piece, yeah, do, do, like, Queen's greatest hits in movie form. But but it's it's, I mean, there's a way to make a movie that's two hours and fifteen minutes long that feels like a a, a vast sprawling movie, and this movie was not that. Mm. It was just him farting around with his wife for a bit, and then them arguing over another one bites the dust, which we don't need to see. You know, you could have trimmed a good ten to fifteen minutes off the Live Aid concert. You could have followed him up until his death, which the movie didn't do. 
it, the movie ended with them playing that concert, and that was it. And it's like, dude, come on, like, shit. There's yeah. th- you had five more years. Well, no, he had like seven more years of career. Well, I'm saying there was more albums yeah. they made. Right, and then, you know what's interesting? I, I researched. Um, they came out with an album in '95, and what it was is they took recordings that Freddie Mercury had done, and they and they added instrumentation to it to make them songs. That's not unusual. I mean, lots of people have sort of done like posthumous records, right? Yeah. Michael Jackson, didn't he have a posthumous record? Probably. Uh, I think Prince has like a vault of mu- music he's ever oh, released. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, Tupac, I recall. Lots of folks yeah. record stuff and just being like, eh. Now, is it wrong morally to release a artist's, uh, deceased artist's music because they probably didn't release it on purpose, right? You know, I honestly say it's up to whoever they trust with that music. I, I guess, yeah. I think they should really make it explicit as to what happens to their music. And if nothing happens, I guess it's fair game. Right. And, I mean, this is kind of a mean stance to take on this, but... Like, we here at the Film Fantastic Voyage are nothing but mean. Nothing if not mean. There we go. If someone has passed away... And their music is sitting there. Who loses by releasing that music? It depends if the music is like, you know, unsavory. If it's like, you know, oh man, this guy, uh, you know, was a saint, great guy, super swell dude. And then he has all these vault musics about like, you know, (laughs) killing kittens. Like, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's... uh, yeah, I suppose. Right. Yeah, if someone's leaving, if someone's leading a secret life or Speaking something, Werner Herzog used to just like be like, "No one can ever listen to this. <laughs> Destroy this tape." I mean, if it's like Freddie Mercury just farting into it, like literally farting into a microphone, then yeah, maybe <laughs> don't release that. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? You know what's one good thing that the movie did. Is I'm actually more curious, and and, and I hate saying this because I sound like a such a fucking whore by saying this, but it actually makes me want to go out and maybe buy some Queen albums. Oh, you haven't bought any already? No, man, fucking not. Night of the Opera and Day at the Races are two of the best albums ever. Yeah, and I I don't know, I I have more motivation now to check that out. So, I could listen to Night of the Opera like. Every day, if I wanted to. It's only like 45 minutes, though. It's not terribly long. Great album, though. Love it. Hmm. Good Friday, Friday, Friday afternoon listening, pumping you up for the weekend. Yeah. Because that's where Bohemian Rhapsody is from, if you don't know. Yeah, Night at the Opera. They, they go into that in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Mike Myers has a cameo in there, which is, which is fun. Like actual Mike Myers or someone playing Mike Myers? No, no, no. Mike Myers himself. He plays a character in the movie. Oh, he plays a character. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fun. Yeah, um, you know, which is, I, I, you know, he's he's just like not in anything anymore. Mike Myers. He keeps threatening us with Austin Powers four. It's not gonna happen. I've been hearing about that since two thousand two. Yeah, I don't. There's mm, you. Mm, the problem is like those three movies exhausted the sort of bond jokes uh-huh 
and we're also super of that time period. So you yeah. could do like one nowadays that would be super 2018 with like, like the Trump jokes and dabbing and everything's lit or whatever the fuck kids do. Or, you know, it's the same kind of shit. Trump jokes and dabbing. It's what that would be. It's what it would be. And then like you probably have to make fun of Daniel <laughs> Craig's Bond. But the problem is you can't make fun of Daniel Craig's Bond because it doesn't fit the tone of the Austin Powers. It doesn't have that camp. Well, I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't do Austin Powers. I could easily see a parody of of Daniel Craig's. Bond. You could, but not Austin Powers. Just, just, just a uh, a secret agent that's like so over the top, hard boiled about everything. You know what I mean? The only thing Austin Powers could do to do to make another one to to riff on the "I'm old and sad" trope that a lot of reboot sequels have been doing, where they take old action stars and like find them late in life being old and sad. Uh, say that again. Wait. It's a thing. Like you know, there, it's a common trope to find take action stars or like heroes, and then you know, haven't made a movie in twenty years, oh, and they right. they come back, but they're all old and sad. Right. Wolverine, yeah. Luke Skywalker, Terminators, <laughs> etc. Right. Yeah. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry was always old and sad. Well, yes. Well, I, that wasn't really a thing until the last two movies, if I remember correctly. Like the first three Dirty Harry movies that were sort of made one after another, like because those were all made early seventies, like, and they weren't like these weird ass uh, sequels made ten years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was just a he was like a young enough Dirty Harry, and but then they made um, Sudden Impact, and like I remember the elevator scene where like some other some other sergeant like grabs Dirty Harry and he's like, "Hey, you're a fucking dinosaur. Go back to the <laughs> go back to the retirement home, dinosaur." I don't remember that scene. The only scene I remember from that movie, amongst others, is the scene where it's like, where Dirty Harry's like, "You can't eat ketchup on a hot dog, you filthy piece of shit." <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck you, ketchup on hot dogs is perfectly acceptable. I don't give a shit. I'm from Chicago. Put too much shit in hot dogs, it ruins hot dogs." Whatever happened to just ketchup and mustard on a hot dog? Exactly. It's fine. Yeah. It's but not, It's in classic. I don't want, like, you know, poopy, 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 hot dogs are overflowing with garbage, and I can't eat them. <laughs> I take one bite, and it all fucking flies out the other end. I'm tired of people telling me how to eat my hot dogs. You're, you're so irate about because it. I'm from Chicago, and Chicago is like, hey, if you put ketchup on a hot dog, fuck you. Why don't you go kill yourself? Here's the thing. If I had to pick between That's one... That's also not a Chicago accent. If I had to pick between one condiment on a hot dog... If I could just have one, it would be mustard. Because aesthetically, aesthetically, it makes more sense to me. I just like a nice, like a glaze, nice, like, nice sprinkling of mustard and ketchup. Maybe a couple, like, really small iced, like, diced onions tops. That's it. Yeah. I don't want no relish or uh, tomato wedges or little peppers or whatever the fuck. I, you know what I miss, dude, is there's a place in the Bay Area called Casper's. Mm-hmm. And it was actually there. Half of them are spelled with a C, and half of them are spelled with a K, because there's these two brothers that got in a fight and then made <laughs> separate companies. Oh, like a uh, Zanko Chicken. Yeah, but they're the hot dogs are exactly the same. Um, but man, the, uh, big hot dogs, ketchup, mustard. They put a shit ton of shredded cheese on there. Mm, Just geez. amazing. That does sound pretty good. Just amazing, Alex. Mm. One of these days, we'll have to. I'll, I'll drive. I'll. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll put it back over your head and drive you up to the Bay Area, and we'll have some some Casper's hot. Dogs. I was like, you know, it's that scene like the like the, you pull the back of my head. I'm like, ah, and like the like you know, it's if it's a movie, the oh, right, it the, starts off kind of blurry, like the oh blown out, and then it simmers, and I just like look up, and it's just a big sign, just Casper's. 
Happy birthday, Alex. Yeah, happy birthday. This is going to be your best birthday ever. Here's a hot dog. I mean, that hot dog place in North Hollywood is not bad. Which one is that? The one across the street from Lamley. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vicious Daug. Yeah, that place is good. Yeah. Hey, Vicious Daug, here's a free plug. Shout out. Pink's is good. Everyone likes Pink's also. Pink's is fine. It's an institution. I think it's more like a touristy kind of thing. Yeah, but they do make pretty good dogs. They do. Um, There's a place in Michigan I used to go to called uh, um, Kirby's Coney Island. And it made some good... It had those hot dogs with the nice crispy skin. You ever had those? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, when course, you overcook them, right? Well, no, like you just get like good high quality Franks and they just have like nice crispy skin. You can get them at like, you know, Ralph's and stuff, but you have to pay extra. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe I don't know what that is. It's just good, good high quality hot dogs. You're like, you know, some, you get, you get your gross, like, you know. I love getting gross. Gross shit hot dogs with like, they're like, just you bite into them and it's like you bite into like a wad of tofu, just like smushy uh, yeah. bullshit. Right. Yeah. Or you get some high quality. Franks at like the store from a restaurant, and you bite in, it's like it's like bite into an apple. It's just crispy yeah. skin. Well, and that's how you know they're high quality is when you call them Franks. Yeah, yeah, not hot dogs, but Franks. Yeah, that's, well, check out these Franks. Indeed, um, yeah. I love them. Fucking love hot dogs. Here's the thing: for a while there, between hamburgers and hot dogs, you know what my choice was? Tacos. Hot, tacos? No. <laughs> Uh, tacos are great. I mean, hey, it's always a great time for a taco. But yeah, I don't know. I was always a hamburger person. If you go ever go, but if you take me like a, a Fourth of July barbecue, and I'm a debaucherous piece of shit during Fourth of July, of course, um, it's like, well, you know, I'll have like two hamburgers, but I'll sneak in a hot dog. I got, I got to sample these dogs. I can't just have no hot dogs. The thing about hamburgers is, I feel like it's easier to fuck up a hamburger. Is it? I mean, like, I guess. Yeah. Mm, I've had some shit hot dogs though. Like if you're bad at hot dogs, they split open and they suck. Or like the the, the smushy tofu kind, like I said earlier. I mean, if you're grilling them, it's hard to fuck up. I'm mostly people boil their hot dogs and they're wrong. Don't oh, boil hot dogs under any circumstances. Em. You pan fry them. You bake them. Even there's no difference between pan frying and baking them. Or you yeah. grill them. Don't, don't, boil, boil, don't them. boil them, mom. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. The water extracts all the goodness, and you just got hot dog flavored water. You can't drink that. It's like soggy and, hot dogs, and you got yeah. soggy bullshit hot dogs that taste like nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like chocolate star kit starfish in the hot dog flavored whatever the just boi- that Limp Biscuit album, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Just pan fry hot dogs. You just put some oil on a pan. You put hot dogs, and then you just roll them around, and it's great. And what, you you gotta have that crunch. You gotta have yeah, that, yeah, that nice crunch. Crunchy crunch. Um, uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever had on a hot dog? Mm, nothing much, because like I said, like if it's like we're, I want some weird hot dog, I'll be like, no. So I've kind of just avoided that. I've had at Vicious Dogs. I've had uh, chicken parmesan on a hot dog. Like it's literally like you have the hot dog, but then on top of that, you have. Chicken parmesan and marinara sauce. That's fine, I guess. It's a bit much. See, like, I'm not a big fan of LA's whole like wacky, wacky, crazy food culture. I'm not. Got I'm going not a on. huge. I'm like, not a huge fan either. People talk, you know, talk up umami burger. I'm not a fan because you go there and it's like, I want like a nice, good cheeseburger. And it's like, well, we'll give you like an okay cheeseburger, but it's like covered in like mushrooms and cheese. 
and like you know marinara sauce, like you said, and pineapple bits, and like whole pickles, and whatever. It's just like just give me a fucking hamburger. Don't dress it up with with nonsense. You're masking the flavors with shit. <laughs> I mean, okay, I agree with you to a certain extent. I do sort of get tired of of. Um Weird stuff, just the sake for the sake of being weird, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I don't want like a hot dog with chocolate sauce on it or something. You know what I mean? That's just I too, don't like how food trucks put weird. like chocolate bacon together. Don't keep sweets out of my bacon, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if it works. It works. Like vicious dog. Honestly, I haven't had anything bad at vicious. Like dog. that's fine. But like I, the problem with those kinds of restaurants is they don't have like the lazy. Plain Jane hot dog for me. Oh, they do. It's not like vicious they dogs do. dog, which is good. But yeah. like some places, like my burger, I don't recall being able to get just like a normal fucking hamburger. No, you can't. Yeah. Or like at food trucks, it's like, hey, you want a normal hamburger? Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> it's like, what? I want what? Like, how am I supposed to see? I want you got to start. See, if I go to a restaurant, uh-huh. you start with the basic to make sure they make good hamburgers, and if they pass that test, then you go crazy. Uh huh. But no, they mask all their their bad hamburgers with all this gloopy glop shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, People, if people are leaning too much on the novelty of something, then that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. That's definitely a problem. You, you, you got to start with the norms, and then, and then you, you branch out from there. Right? Also, like, to me, this is a very personal thing. Huh. I find, like, things like hamburgers and pizza, it's the simple things I enjoy. I always like the combination of, for example, hamburgers, just meat and cheese and onions on a bun with some, some sort of sauce. Yeah. It's, like, p- perfect. I don't uh-huh. need anything more than that. You start adding bacon to it and all sorts of stuff. You, like you, lettuce. What about lettuce? Less, less is good, too. Okay. It depends, though. Sometimes there's too much lettuce. I prefer, like, oh, like shredded lettuce. That's good. Anyways. Uh-huh. Um, but you start adding bacon and, like, you know, truffles and all sorts of stuff onto it. And, like, those things are all truffles. good. Yeah, whatever. Those things are all good, but they overpower everything, you know? In the same way with pizza. It's like, I like just, like, cheese and meats, like, lots of cheese and lots of like, cheese and sauce and bread. All mixed together, it's like a perfect meal, and then you start adding like chicken and like bits of pineapple and olives <laughs> or whatever, and then it's just like these things are all fine, but they're masking the the beautiful simplicity of what pizza should be. Well, I got a couple of rules here, Alex. To me, I got a couple of rules, and I think this sort of falls in line with what you're saying. I think with a hamburger. If you have, if it gets to the point where there's so many uh, extra toppings that you can't just hold the hamburger and eat it without shit falling out the other side, then that's a failure of a hamburger. I, I feel like that you, you've put too much in there now that not only is it falling out the other side, but it's overpowering the actual hamburger patty. I mean, you could just keep the toothpick in, I suppose. Yeah, but fuck that. Yeah, you might that's eat like it. like training wheels. That's yeah. like Brian Abigo training wheels. Now with pizza, I think it's the same thing. I think... I think there should be a rule where you don't have more than three or four toppings on a on a pizza. I think that's widely accepted. I mean, at least they'll charge you out, you know, charge you out your ass to put any more than that. On. Because the problem is, is like if you have like a supreme ultimate crazy ass pizza, you're eating this pizza and things just falling off the ends of the pizza. I, also, for me, it's a textural thing where it's uh-huh. like. Like pepperonis go on pizza because it kind of fits in with it. Like it's sure. like easy to bite through. But like when you get like crunchy things or like hard like big like nuggets of sausage and stuff, it 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 is not a it's not a smooth bite of pizza. Sausage on pizza, let me tell you, man, that's just the best. People talking, like it. I'm not a fan. Mike Central, 
You know what my favorite pizza is? Sausage pizza? Sausage and olive. But like Italian sausage, like clumps of sausage. or Like I, the little, little balls. The of, nuggets, okay. like Yeah. Because yeah. like, you know, sliced Italian sausage is, is cool too. Oh, that's, I mean, that's even better. I mean, like that's I once had a better, pizza yeah. that was like little crumbles of sausage, which is all right. I, well, it, was, it wasn't great. I, 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 or you know what else I like? This is, I was going to, what was it, Pizza Guy or Pizza Man or one of those make-your-own-pizza places for like a little pizza while. Pizza Rev or Blaze Pizza or whatever. Yeah, I lived near one of those for a little while, and what I would get is, like, chicken, broccoli, uh, mushroom, and olive. Look at you, you crazy person. Hey, it was pretty good, man. Like, I get people like that, and, like, you know, all power, more power to them, but I just, like, I, I feel like people give me strange looks when, like, you know, I just like a nice, simple cheese pizza, and they're like, what, are you fucking stupid? It's the same, you know, I, I know exactly how you feel. It's the same thing I get whenever, let's say we're, you go out to get Mexican food, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not this way anymore, really, but my go-to thing was always bean and cheese. And yeah. people would give me shit. People would always give me shit for getting a bean and cheese burrito. Because they'd be like, what's wrong with you? Where's the meat? Why aren't you getting meat? What's well, wrong with you? Bean burritos are perfectly acceptable forms of burritos. Well, the thing I like about bean and cheese burrito is it's just a light. It's lighter. It's less food. Mm-hmm. And burritos are fucking gigantic. I know. Right? So you get a bean and cheese burrito and it's sort of like, well, I don't feel like that food coma-y mm. now. Hey, man, you've been to Don Cucos? Yes. Uh, Don Cucos is the tits. Recently went there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fun place. It good is. place. Good chips. I don't know if it's my favorite. What's your favorite Mexican place around here? Oh, man. Um, Sharky's. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. Don't go to Sharky's. You know, there's this place that's sort of like right on the cusp of, of uh, North Hollywood and Burbank. It's like right on the, I think it's on like, I think it's even like on Vic, Victory or something. Or no, maybe Burbank Boulevard. Well, Victory doesn't go to North Hollywood really, so. Right, yeah. No, well, it does. It but, does, but it's like, but it's north-south, so it's I like. Think I'm, I think I'm thinking of Burbank Boulevard. Burbank there, goes through. No, oh, yeah. There's a place that's sort of like off by itself right before you hit a bunch of neighborhoods. Uh-huh. I don't remember the name of it, though. Glowing Endorsement. And then uh, Ernie's was pretty good. No, I've never been to Ernie's. That was as featured in The Disaster Artist. That was a pretty good place. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Both those things. That movie's kind of forgotten about. No one really talks about that anymore. Well, it came and went. And I think, honestly, you know, it kind of, you know, it kind of put a... Uh, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy Franks? Yeah. It, it sort of put a... Uh, what do you call it? It's it Damper. sort of took the wind out of its sails. Yeah. Was uh, rained on its parade. Yeah, was the uh, James Franco um, scandal, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really. He he's just been gone. I I where has he been? Oh, he does. He does this down the other thing. Who does knows? he? I have no idea. Um. Yeah, who knows? Um. What was the other scandal that happened the year before? Where that was uh, Casey Affleck, right? He's oh, been doing right. stuff though. Yeah, Casey Affleck. Which doesn't... I could picture that. Well, it was like a... Just like him being like a fratty douchebag. According to the stories. Oh, yeah. And not like Harvey Weinstein levels. Still no, not, no. Still not cool. Very few people have reached Harvey Weinstein levels of... Uh, that we know about. Villainry. Villainy. That we know about. Uh, that we know about, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. 
dogs, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, man, we've talked about pizza. We've talked about hot dogs. You know, places really good we've fish and about chips. Bohemian Rhapsody. Go to Tam O'Shanter in uh, fucking what is Glendale. It? Tam O'Shanter. Tam O'Shanter. It's an Irish pub. Ha ta 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 ta. <laughs> and they they have the fucking best fish and chips in the city. I tell you what. Really? Oh, yeah. In, in the city of Glendale? Uh, sure. Or, like, are we talking in the county of L.A.? Well, you see, I haven't had all the fish and chips in the county of L.A., but I've had their fish and chips, and I would say probably the best in the city of Glendale. Okay. Unless someone knows otherwise. I really haven't spent much time in Glendale. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I've got, I've been to the, you know, the hits. Yeah, I've been to the hits. Right? Uh, like, yeah, me neither, because every time I go there, I feel like everyone's trying to kill me with their cars. Yeah, it's so, supposedly the worst drivers are in Glendale. I mean, like, you go by the Americana or the Galleria, and people are just, like, making outrageous turns and swinging right in front of you, and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> and it's like, why am I even here? Yeah. Oh, right. I was going to go shopping. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know. Recently, when I was look, looking to move, uh, you know, I was taking a look at Glendale, but... I don't know. I'm I'm sort of happy that maybe I don't live in Glendale. No, I like Burbank. Yeah. Compared to Glendale. Um I don't know. It's just well, I'm further away from stuff, which is nice. Very quiet. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit quieter. And Glendale sort of has like some cuts, huh? Cuts? Like some like like scarier parts, huh? Oh, Burbank does too, in a, I guess. Where? In my neighborhood apparently. Really? Well, that's what they say. I think well you get a little closer to the airport. Oh it gets, yeah, it doesn't get like scary, but it gets like everything looks like it's from a Halloween movie. <laughs> like yards, like just like dirt, and like all the trees are dead, and like everything looks like a haunted house. Well, and all the scary things happen toward you know closer to the airport, right? That's true. Like historically, you know, like Dumb and Dumber, right? Oh yeah. Take that for example. There was a suitcase in that movie with uh, the airport. Man, I was in Pasadena the other day. Pasadena is so nice. Pasadena is pretty nice. Like, cause Pasadena, like, you know. It's like a little uh, bit off the beaten path. Well, no, not really. I was just like, well, you know, fun fact, Pasadena stood in Illinois in um, Halloween, the original. Oh. Um, and, like, you just walk driving through those neighborhoods. It's like, man, this reminds me of home. Like, it just looks like fucking suburban, suburban Illinois. Well, Except yeah. Except with some palm trees sometimes. Yeah. Because it's east, right? And the, the more east you go down here, I think the more suburban it gets. A I mean, like, if you're on the north side, I don't know about, like, East L.A. East. Like, I don't no, know. I've only ever been, like, that. down, like, you know, down the, the whatever the stretch of highway, 210, is it? 210? Well, whichever, yeah, Sierra Madre yeah. way, that way, to San Bernardino, it gets kind of more and more just regular, regular, right, kind yeah. of rich uh, suburbs that whole way. When I moved out here, I lived with some folks who lived in, in Sierra Madre. Nicest house I ever fucking saw. Wow. And I was like, well, I peaked. Cause they had like a pool and like a little like, it was like it was like a, like a, not quite it was like a gazebo would be underselling it. It was like an outdoor like room that had like its own dedicated grill and a little TV and like a stoop, and they had like a giant house with like basically three stories. Wow, and a big yard and a couple of dogs, <laughs> and I was like, wow. Each dog had its own floor, basically. And I was like, well, never amounting to anything in my life. Well, for one, we live in a very expensive area. And two, hey man, 
you know, we're we're still uh, just onward and upward. Am I right? And so we're making those millions. Mm-hmm. So sell those filmtastic voyage T-shirts. Mm, one million T-shirts. <laughs> I imagine if you sold, if hey, if you're able to sell one million T-shirts, damn, you'd be making some some money. I bet. Do there are no like podcast T-shirts? Are there? Um. I guess like we'd have to make a funny in joke that only pod our fans would get, and then we could sell a T-shirt of it. But that doesn't happen usually. <laughs> Coward kid, the T-shirt. Well, that'd be kind of fun, like a label. Yeah. But that's not really a oft repeated in joke, is it? Not anymore. Yeah. It never really was. <laughs> we even said it, like twice. Yeah. Maybe to you and me. It is, but like not to the, on the air. Yeah, it's true. Well, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm. I'm get. I dude, I'm fading. I need to go get some tacos, get some fish and chips, <laughs> stuff my face full of hot dogs. If you want to let us know where the best hot dogs in the city are, or your city, because you know you're not from LA, maybe even though this has been like all local talk today. Apologies, maybe. Um, you can find us at filmtestedvoyage.com, filmtestedvoyage at gmail.com, filmtestedvoyage facebook.com, filmtestedvoyage at YouTube.com and film touch the hot dogs.com. And you can also find us on Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm Batman Crothers. And I'm Mr. Karras. Look up our usernames. You can see all of our fun reviews and or what movies we've been seeing or whatever. That's right. Why don't you friend us on there and uh, tell us a piece of your mind? Huh? Maybe you want to give uh, a pizza your mind. A pizza your mind, yeah. That's the name of my new pizza place. Maybe you want to give Pacific Rim Uprising more than the one and a half stars I gave A it. pizza your mind's right next to my taco place. Something to talk about? Taco about? Something to talk about. That's my, my, my couple of my themed restaurants with stupid pun names. Also, uh, in the, <laughs> on the same block is uh, Wantanamo Bay. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's pretty good. And then the Ice Creamatorium. We'll make a shopping center with all those. Things yes, in it. this the pun yeah. the pun shopping center. Yeah. Um. Hey, we're a part of the Let Me Listen podcast network. It's a bigger network that has a bunch of podcasts, including ours. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes if you just search Let Me Listen podcast. Uh, leave us some. <laughs> leave us some reviews. Leave us some ratings. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, leave us some reviews. Leave us some ratings. <laughs> Cut the feed. Um, hang up tell your friends about us yeah uh, we're here for you and your friends Mike can you some energy hot dogs that's right yeah I'll boost this my hot dog pickup let me boost my levels with some energy hot dogs um, hey everybody good night good night and Hope hot you dogs sleep well good night hot dogs yeah or hamburgers you know whichever way you want